This is the Coming Home Podcast with John Allen. Three, two, one, and welcome everybody to this episode of the Coming Home Podcast with John Allen. Today I'm speaking with an old friend, Frederick. Hi. Hi, thank you for having me back. That's Again, so cool. a repeat performance. <laughs> it's good to talk to you now, though, after... When was it May? And we talked to with each other last time. Yeah, it was a late May, early June, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Things things have changed. Have things changed? For me, it has. Tell tell I mean, tell me tell me about it. I I know one I, thing. I, I know I one thing. That's... My, my song was supposed to be out now, uh, like we talked about last time. Uh, there's a lot that um, changed with plants. That's what I mean. I think. Ah, I've I lost see. a couple of jobs. I've done like many different things, and uh, still have to do music on top of that. And now <laughs> it's finally finished. Okay. That's why I'm here talking to you okay. right now. Okay. Now I, <laughs> I like that. Now I like that a lot. Um, you, yeah, because I'm trying to remember. It, I believe it was in late May, and it's and at that time the release of your single was right around the corner. Yeah. So so we tell suppose- me. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, we were supposed to release it in, in, in like late summer. I was thinking August, and then I was thinking, oh, maybe on my birthday in November. <laughs> and then December came, and I was like, okay, 2021 then. That's fine. <laughs> I can't, I can't release a song like December 19th or whatever. So um, yeah, 15th of January. That's the official date. Now we have it. 15th it's a of longer. January. Yeah. So, so I mean, what, what got in the way of the release? I mean, the world got away. I got in the way because everything stopped and uh, yeah, COVID nineteen yeah, and all. Yeah, being a musician in in twenty twenty hasn't been easy. At least not for me because I don't get anything from like the state or anything. Right, so I haven't right. Any music. Yeah. Um. And I make all my plans myself. There's no one organizing it for me. Uh, for my for my American listeners, um, I just want to explain what you said about you don't get any money from the state. Uh, here in Norway, it's it's. Um, I was I was going to say it's quite easy, but it's actually quite competitive. But you can apply to be funded by the state. Uh, in other words, that the 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 government will actually pay you. Uh, for all of your productions and you can get support for touring and recording and everything. So that's what, that's what you were talking about, about, uh, about the state. I I was going to throw a joke in there and say, you're too good to get a, uh, (laughs) to get support from the state because some of those people, and maybe I'm being a hater, but some of those people I'm like, eh, I know somebody who deserves that money a little bit more. I agree with you. And, and when I see the, the amount of money they get as well, yes. have you seen all the oh, numbers? Oh, God, yes. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, mean, I think one guy got over 10 million kroners. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's crazy. Production, but it's still 10 million. And if I were supposed to just stop working, do nothing, and get money from the state, yeah. I get barely enough to survive. And not even, I had to go through my own money too. And think about how many years of working a nine to five you would have to do in order to make 10 million. It's crazy. Yeah. It's ridiculous. The thing is, I, you know, I, and I know I don't, I'm kind of joking when I say some of these people don't deserve it, but on the other side, I know some people who, um, I know I have a friend who's actually putting together a, a uh, it's a whole album and uh, musical, a stage musical that he's going to film. Mm-hmm. 
and he was able to get funding for that through the state. So it is actually put to good use uh, from from time to time. (laughs) I love the system. I I do, actually. But uh, well, there's an art. There's an art to to applying for those that money. You have to Mm -hmm. word it. You know, there's a facet answer. There's a you have to word it so specific about exactly Mm -hmm. what that that money is going to be used for, and it helps to have a name. It helps to yeah. know somebody in that system, mm-hmm. you know. And I think they, I think they, um, they do. So if I, if I had ten scheduled shows at Oslo Spectrum, yeah, and then all of them were cancelled, I lost uh, a very big amount of income. And I think they base it on that as well. I think. Yeah. I don't know for sure. How many seats are at the Oslo Spectrum? I've been there before, but I can't. How, how many? Think about eight thousand. Eight thousand. I, I saw Prince there. It was a absolute best concert of my life. You know uh, who I saw there in February? Who'd you see there? Dave Chappelle. Dave Chappelle. Ah, yeah. Yeah. yeah you know yeah, what? I think was... you. I think you told me that the first time uh, you were on the podcast. Yeah. 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 You need to listen to the last episode then if you want to hear that conversation. <laughs> you saw Prince. You saw Prince. I saw Prince. Yeah. It was. Uh, just a couple of days after all the shootings uh, in, in on, on uh, Utah and the bombing, oh. and it was just a couple of days after that, uh, he had two shows, uh, and we were at the second show. Mm. Um, How was that? Oh, like I said, it's it's the best musical performance I've ever seen live ever. He um, um, he he totally redid, and he's known for this. He totally will redo the musical arrangements uh, from time to time. You know, a song that's maybe mostly like an R and B, he'll switch it up into a rocker or a rock mm. song. He'll switch it up to jazz. Well, this night he was feeling very uh, instrumental R and B and jazz. He sang uh-huh. very little, and he was just going off on his guitar and his keyboard. Oh, I, I I I don't have words for it. It was just he he did a guitar Imagine. he did a guitar oh. solo one hand f- just fretting with the one hand soloing, and doing a keyboard solo with his other hand. Like I have mm-hmm. never I, I've yeah that's Prince yeah that's Prince. Imagine being so good. Oh. Imagine being that that good. That's oh. what we're all striving for, isn't it? It's it's it was his musicianship, but it was also his overall confidence. He's good and mm-hmm. he knows it, and he displays. You know, I don't. A lot of people think he comes off as arrogant. I just think he comes off as extremely sure of what he is capable of doing. Yeah. So he had this I stage do. presence and persona that was just incredible. Besides the musicianship. Yeah, I mean, you need to. I mean, I, that's the thing I look up to from for, for those people because they don't do anything that they're not supposed to do they don't show up on like small little tv shows or reality tv or anything they're musicians that's it okay yeah. if yeah. you like them that's yeah. fine but he's just a musician he's just a guy yeah. doing music he's very good at it though he, yeah but um gosh i um, miss him oh i miss him yeah, that's sad. That's very he, sad. He is probably, uh, I, I've been upset. I've been genuinely upset about two celebrity deaths. Uh, mm-hmm. One of them is, is Prince. I was so upset when he passed away. And yeah. I, I got extremely upset when Robin Williams passed away. 
Yes. Yes. Two, two of my heroes, one in music, one in, in, in comedy. And it just, it, uh -huh. it hurt me. It, I, I felt that. I really felt it. Yeah. That's a very, that's a strange feeling. It too. is weird. It's almost embarrassing. It's almost, yeah. you know, people be, ah, stop being a pussy. You didn't know him, you know, but, but yeah. I didn't know them, I mean, but, but, you know, I've been a fan of Prince since mm -hmm. 1978, since he came out with mm -hmm. his first album. I've been a fan of Robin Williams since Mork and Mindy, what, back in the late seventies, early eighties, when he had a TV and you've show. Been looking forward to them releasing stuff and performing and seeing them and following their journey. Yeah. And then yeah. when they're gone, the journey is over. The story has been told. So. Spe I mean, Speaking of following journeys, yes. let's talk about your journey. <laughs> because I saw something, uh, you, you hipped me to this thing about Reddit. Now, I, 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 have, uh, I have the Reddit app on my telephone, but I never use it. I think I've used it once when I signed up. I had to go in and log in and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. And then you told me yesterday about this phenomenon on Reddit. I never thought of Reddit as a platform for musicians to perform but you've, you're I don't doing think that. many people i don't think many people do i think people think of reddit as like the meme yeah. uh, page yeah you yeah. go there and you watch a couple cool cat videos and then you just <laughs> read the newspaper or something you know? yeah um but uh, yeah i've been using reddit for many years i have a an, an account there and i go and comment on stuff and when did the community you on reddit when did you decide to start performing on Reddit? Well, they started the live stream thing that I do there um, not so long ago, and I saw it popping up on the front page. And there were people playing guitar and singing just like I do, and I, uh -huh. I watched the, the live streams, and I was like, okay, she's good, he's good, and I could do that too. Yeah. Like, um, and so I went onto the subreddit, and you had to have like 250 upvotes or karma on some other comment so you can go in there so it's not um okay know that i'm not a spam uh, account okay <clears throat> and getting 250 upvotes uh, on reddit is not easy you have to like comment on i think i commented on about 200 uh, posts just to get all those <laughs> upvotes so it took me a month and then I got in and I started live streaming and people were like starting to watch here and there. And then people were starting to recognize me from the day before, since I did it every day. Um, and now there's like there's many people comes back almost every day to watch me. Play. Yeah, because when, yeah, when I was listening and watching yesterday, I was seeing uh, it seemed like from the comments that people were writing, it was as if they knew who you were. Somebody was like, yeah, yeah there's they, that there's that Norwegian guy again or, you know, yeah, little, little things. Who I am. Yeah. They, they really do. I mean, we have a group chat even that I talk to them on almost every day. Wow. Um, I, uh, I uh, send them to do stuff for me on Instagram if I see someone or if I have a plan, say, uh, to uh, go comment on this and uh, his or her post and tell them to bring me on tour the next time you're going somewhere. Ah, smart, um, smart, smart. I, That's I networking so. right there. Yeah. I like sending messages to the, the radio stations and yeah, now I have people all over the world sending messages for me to so, media houses. So, so how many people do you think were listening uh, last night when I was watching? Well, 
that's the thing about it because I want to tell you how it works before we before I answer that. Yeah, do that because yeah. I, again, I'm totally unfamiliar with how Reddit works. Yeah, so okay. So let's say there are 15 people streaming on on that subreddit. And I go in and I'm number 16. That means I'm on the bottom of the list. Ah. And then Say you pop onto Reddit and you see me and then you upload the stream. Right. And maybe I go on to the 15th place. I see. And that happens. You, you level up all the time. Okay. Uh, and then uh, at some point there's 50 people watching maybe. And oh. all of them commenting and all of them are past the like or upload button. Then you can go trending. And that's when you get on the front page. I see. And that's when everyone is watching. Okay. Then it goes from about fifty people to four thousand people in ten seconds. Wow! Um, so I think when you, um, I think about five hundred people watched the stream yesterday, which for me, I, I five hundred people is a good amount of people. That's okay? a good audience. That's a good audience. If I had a hundred thousand people watching every day, I would be swimming in money. Okay, so um, <laughs> five hundred is good for me. Usually, I go out and play for 30 people at a cafe or a bar. Right, right. Um, so 500. Well, that's okay, a good crowd. That's, that's a good crowd. Um, but when, I, when, you, when, we were speak, when I was speaking about the, this podcast yesterday, probably like 20, 25 people. Oh, yeah, and by the way, thank you for doing that, uh, for giving a shout out while you're there. I, man, I, I love you. Thank you for doing that. Yeah, I'm going to tell them about it when there's many more people watching. Too. <laughs> well, thank and you. Hopefully, I want to I want to beat the record from last time. <laughs> I want this to be the most uh, the most listened to podcast now. Yeah, you had for a long time. I'm not sure where you are now. You're still in the top 15, and this episode here will be episode 96, I believe. And you're still That's in the great. top 15 for my all-time uh, all-time downloads and listens. I heard you had Side Ali on here. I listened to that episode because he's like a childhood uh, hero of mine. So I was like, "Oh damn, John got Side Ali. That's cool." He, um, what a guy! I, I, I don't know. So, something happened around maybe around episode 50, 55, where I lost all of my fear and anxiety about pr- approaching. Uh, celebrities or people who are mm. at least <laughs> better known than me. So, so mm. I, I just, you know, if I want them on, I ask, and if they say yes, great. If they say no, I'll ask again. <laughs> it it, it, it yeah. doesn't, it's not, it used to be something that intimidated me, but now I'll just ask. And, and Ali is, is uh, wow. What a guy. He, he actually, I don't know how much I inspired him, but he started a podcast of his yeah. own. After, yes. Yeah. Of he has his own podcast. Ah. If he says, okay, I think so. I think so. <laughs> you like that. You like that. I don't want to come back if you ask him again. Oh, yeah. I, I would really love to have him back. It was, um, we went to his town, and it's actually the only podcast I've ever done remote. Uh, mm-hmm. I took all my equipment, and I took my wife with me, and, and we sat in some restaurant in uh, Holden and uh, oh. sat there. Sat, Horton, I'm sorry, Horton. Yeah. Yeah. Horton Halden, yeah, potato, potato. <laughs> it's on the different side of the... Of the <laughs> totally of the different water. area. Yeah. Uh, 
and, and we sat down in this restaurant and, and I thought, you know, because he's a celebrity, because he has so much work to do all the time, I figured I'd be lucky if I could have him talk for a half hour. But if I remember right, it was like an hour and a half. He just was so that generous. Was a good, 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 uh, long episode. Yeah, he was so generous with his time and we had such a good discussion. And uh, yeah, he's a good guy. He's a good guy. Yeah, Horton. Horton is a, is a, is a beautiful city, though. Yeah. My uh, great-grandmother used to, used to live there before oh, really? she died. So I yeah. was there a lot in my childhood, too. It's a, it's a, it's a very quaint little town. It's, it's, mm. um, it's, it's the right size. I don't like cities. I, don't, I never feel comfortable in a city, but I felt comfortable there. It, was, it wasn't too yeah, big. Yeah, you have, you have your little mall, and you have yeah. everything you need. Yeah. Just you can have a nice, a very nice house in yeah. Houghton for uh, half what an old apartment costs in Oslo. And you have, so, uh, and you have Zahid Ali there. So what else do you need? So. Yeah, I mean, if he puts on a show every now and then, I can go see some stand up too. <laughs> that guy is very talented. He's he's um, he told me a couple of things that he has, you know, in the works that may be coming later. He he stays busy. He's very creative. Yeah. Inspiring. I inspired him when I was like, I'm, I, I think I was probably too old to actually watch his videos because <laughs> his humor is, it's, it's a grown up. It's a grown up. Uh, who, it is not for children. <laughs> no, and I, I was probably 11, 12, and we were all like quoting his, uh, his lines at school, yeah, saying it, yeah. it's cool to say. You know? Yeah, he's become, um, he's uh, become a culture hero, a culture figure. You know, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. But you, um, but, but back to you now with the, with this Reddit thing. Um, now you have people who, you know, you're in a chat group, you have all these people coming on. Uh, sometimes there's thousands of people looking at you. What opportunity has that opened for you? What have you, do you have any kind of tangible result from this new exposure that has brought you further in your career? Yeah, there is like in today's, music industry and today's society if you want to be a musician that earns any money uh, you have to have followers yeah. uh, because that's what the big companies look for I mean if they're if, if I were to go ask a venue if I could play there and they look at my Instagram and I have a hundred people following me <laughs> answer is probably going to be no right. okay right. and um, I think I've gotten 1500 new followers in about two months which is still wow. a very good month for me that's very good uh, uh, and also on instagram and stuff like that and there's much more activity around me now surrounding me people are actually looking forward to listening to my music when it comes out wow man that's, that's the most, most important thing that's fantastic it's, i think i procrastinated very much with the the release that's coming up now it could have been out a long time ago. But maybe just... the timing is right now. Maybe this is the way it was supposed to be. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking because yeah. now I'm motivated to do it. Yes. Just, I want, now I'm looking forward to, I'm counting the days until the song comes out and I'm listening to myself every day. What's the name of the and song? I, uh, hmm? What's the name of the song? Yeah, that's also a thing because that's the thing that changed. Oh. Uh, I think... <laughs> Last time it's the same song that we talked about on the last podcast, but then the name of the song was "Feels Like." Now it's not anymore. It's oh. "Before You Know." Before, so before you, know. you Know is coming out on the fifteenth of January. Remember that. 
I'm gonna make sure forward. I'll make sure I post that for uh, for the people who listen to this episode so that they can mark that on their calendars. The 15th of January. The final version of the song is after this. This probably should have sent it before. Now, now is is this a, a an acoustic number? Just you on acoustic guitar, or is there a more of a broader production? It's production around it. Okay. So you heard it. Uh, like a uh, basic version of it yeah. that I sent to you yeah. before we did the first podcast, but now it's polished and nice and sounding sounding great. And so I've challenged the people that's watching me. Uh, I've said if they get me twenty five thousand streams, then I'll release the second song. Ah, so there you go. There you go. If, if that that that's finished too, um. So that means if they get 25,000 streams the first day, then here comes the second song. The yeah. other song the day after. You know, that's a great way of doing it. That is a great way of marketing. Um, a lot of people will put information out there, you know, for marketing, and then it stops. But you have to put the information out there, but you also have to engage your audience. You have to have them do mm -hmm. something to actively help you to promote your work. And it sounds like That's you're doing important. that. Yeah. I mean, and you need to incentivize listening to the song. I think. Absolutely. I, I I think about myself and I see a lot of people. I'm sorry to all the people, but uh, I see a lot of people posting like, okay, now my songs come out. Great. <laughs> but most of the time, shh, I, I, I shouldn't say this, but I don't go to the yeah. Okay. It's a secret. We won't tell anyone. Go ahead. That's 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 just another picture. All right. <laughs> um, but if I see that, okay, uh, I can help someone. If I just listen to the song once, maybe it's bad. I don't care. Yeah. Um, but then maybe the people who likes it get the other song quicker. Yeah. And even if they even if they don't like it, they probably listen just because they want the next song to make fun of you yeah know? so yeah. Um, it can't go wrong it can. i don't care what people think is i think the song's pretty good um so yeah, i think that's a good strategy i just don't know what to expect because uh, uh i think twenty five thousand would be a great number uh to reach on the first release um, I think that would definitely. I don't know where I'm setting the bar. I mean, I haven't done that before. Yeah, you know, so. that's a hard situation to be in. You know, where do you set the bar? But the thing is, is when you when you set the bar, you know, now you've set the bar. You want twenty five thousand uh, streams, and when you get those twenty five thousand streams and you release the second song, just make sure you raise the bar. Yeah. Make sure you're thinking, how do I activate my audience even more? How do I grow my audience even more so that the next bar might be 35,000, you know, and so we're on. Gonna, we're going to double it. But I'll, tell, double it. but I'll tell you this, 25,000 streams and one 45 minute to an hour long Reddit video of you performing will be more than enough, I think, to open the door to success for you. Yeah, because you're, you're I'm telling you, man, when I sat there watching you, uh, it's 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 captivating your choice of music genre, that that quiet acoustic sound uh, mm -hmm. with these lyrics that just yeah. grab the listener. It grabbed me anyway. And I would have to say, um, I think I can safely say that everyone else who is listening to you agrees with this. You, you have that voice, you have your guitar playing, and you have those lyrics. And there are people out there, uh, more than 25,000, who yeah. want to hear that. 
So what I'm saying is, is 25,000 streams is pretty significant here in Norway. Somebody who has mm-hmm. the ability to help you broaden your audience will take notice of that. And I think you are I just half, so. I think you're half a step away from uh, the kind of success that will, will uh, <laughs> put you in a situation where you're struggling on how to deal with it. I think that's coming for you. I said, I, it, I said it first. <laughs> I, I, I really appreciate that because uh, you know what? I, I, you're the type of guy that I, uh, like, how can I say this? Right. I mean, I believe you when you're telling me this. Oh, it comes okay. from the heart. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, and, um, yeah, I, 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 I struggle with taking compliments. Well, you're, you're Norwegian. You're Norwegian. But I believe you. I'm taking, I'm taking that. Thank you so much. That's very nice of you. It's, um, uh, well, it, it comes from the heart. And I, and I mean when I say I, I've got a pretty good ear for music. I know what talent is. I know what good music is. And, and, um, I don't know what you're doing now. It, it fits the times. It fits yeah. the time. It, it's, I, I, think I think now, so. I think now people have time to sit and watch a Reddit video where you're yeah. performing for an hour. Now they have the time to do that. Mm-hmm. So, so it, it, it's, it's all about timing. Everything comes in its place. And I think your time is now. I mean, uh, the Reddit thing has changed my year so much. Yeah. Yeah. Because uh, if I didn't do Reddit, if I just, okay, let's say I'll just wait. I'll just leave the music for a while and come back when everything opens again. Yeah. I probably wouldn't start. I mean, maybe I'll get a job and, and, maybe, and then music is just a hobby. Suddenly. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm so thankful that I did that and that people come back and listen to me. That's... Like extremely, extremely cool. I never thought that would be the be the case. You know? Yeah. Well, and, it, uh, I yeah, can identify. I, mean, I can identify with that. I started doing this podcast for myself, for my own reasons. But mm-hmm. then, you know, when people contact me and tell me that this, that, or the other episode helped them in some way, I, I it, it makes me humble. You, you know, it's a humbling experience when you know that you're actually reaching people. And then you doing what you're doing on Reddit, you know, you see the reaction right then and there. You see how many people are listening. You see the comments they're making. And that must be, that must be quite the feeling of satisfaction. Think about like the first time when I got trending on Reddit and there were 2,000 people watching me. I was nervous (laughs) as hell. I mean, uh, I can imagine. uh, (laughs) 2,000 people watching me right now, okay? But then I thought, I'm still alone in my room playing in front of my phone. Uh, So then I wasn't so scared anymore because I could just, I have full control. I can just cancel the stream. I can just press the button and then they're all gone. Yeah, yeah. And uh, if I make, I've never done that uh, though, (laughs) but maybe, maybe I I will someday if I make a huge mistake or if something comes up because you don't want to be in a stage, on a stage in front of 2,000 people and the fire alarm goes off because then you can't just pause it. Yeah. So uh, it's a good training too. Yeah, yeah, it is. 
But then, then you get to a certain point where you have so much confidence in what you're doing that you can actually mess up during a song, stop and start over and make a joke about it. I saw Neil yeah. Young do that. I saw him at, uh, at, um, at, uh, oh, what's it called? Uh, Concertusa? Yeah. Concertusa in yeah. Oslo. Mm -hmm. uh, some years ago, he was uh, on a solo tour. And he messed up during one song. And then he, so he stopped and he says, oh, I messed up. He says, uh, I'm at that age now where I have to have my lyrics in front of me. And he picked up uh, some papers off of the floor and he waved them in the air. He says, but now the problem is, is that I'm at the age where I can't see as good as I used to. So he just made a joke out of it. Everybody clapped and he went back and started the song over. So that, that's yeah. being in control. That's being sure of yourself to where you can admit your mistakes in front of everybody. Mm -hmm. I don't want to. I don't want to compare myself to to him, but I do that all the time too. I make mistakes, you know, I'm like uh, staring into the camera, just making a stupid face, just to like <laughs> take the tension out of it. Yeah. And then uh, sometimes I I play, I I do weird stuff while I play and look around, and then suddenly I remember, oh, people are actually watching, so maybe yeah. I should look into the camera and be there. I mean. Well, you seemed very, very relaxed last night. You you looked nervous the first song, and I could hear it in your voice. You didn't quite have it, but but after the first song, man, you seemed so calm and in control. It's a good performance. Yeah, yeah I mean, sometimes. Sometimes, yeah, you know, hey, you got you to gotta warm up. Take the first song for warm-up, yeah. Yeah, and I'm very bad at that, too. So the first song that I play on stream... That's right after I've come home, taken off my jacket, sat down on the sofa. And right and into recording. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So that's why I never take the time. I never have 20 minutes to be like. Well, well, it's all about playing away the stress. Um, yeah. You know, when I come and sit down in my studio and I'm going to work on something, uh, I might have to play that guitar or the keyboard for a few minutes before I'm really in the moment. I got to play Sounds away good. all of the, the extra thought and play away the stress of the day. And then I can get yeah. to work for real. You need to find that little groove and then you can just ride it all the way. That's uh, fun and that's the same with comments too, because I, I, I read the comments in between the songs and I talk to the people that's watching. Yeah. You want to have a conversation with me, you can just choose to do so. You can just, put a comment in and then I will see it. I yeah. will read that. Yeah. Um, most, at least if there is a lot of people watching, it can go a little bit fast. And I don't, so on Reddit you have 45 minutes to play. And yeah. uh, if you get awards, which people can give you, uh, you get more time. And I don't want to use all the time when there's a lot of people watching just talking. Oh, so there's a time limit on how how, how long are you allowed to stream then before it goes off? For no some reason, now I have three hours, but uh, and that's way too much. I never play for three hours, but no. um, normally you have 45 minutes. Okay, okay. Yeah. Well, no, that's a good amount of time to sit and play solo. So then, yeah, so if you take the time in between songs to chat with the people a little bit, I think that just makes a more a more uh, honest experience, a more inclusive yeah. experience for the for the for the viewers. Mm -hmm. And I try to intro intro my songs while I'm playing the melody yeah, in the background, doing like yeah. uh, making it a little bit entertaining, probably because I listen to so much radio where they always have an intro over like the first 15 seconds of the songs. Yeah. yeah. Just introducing them and then starting playing and then you listen and then it's a conversation. So it never just stops. Yeah. I mean, try to keep it an ongoing thing for the 45 minutes. 
I was wondering, is it was there any adjustment? Was there any uncomfortable period where I mean, you're you're speaking English with me now, and and your English is fine, but I would imagine you're more used to when you perform, you're used to speaking just Norwegian, right? So here yeah. on Reddit, you're communicating in English. Was there any difficulty in that? Yeah, I remember Sadali talked about this because he. Uh... He said when speaking English, he is not that quick that yeah, he used right. to And I, I, I feel that too, but I've done that every day now for three or four months. Okay. And it's helping my English too, I think. I mean, I feel more comfortable talking. I can and, imagine, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, it never felt that weird. I've lived in England. I've been yeah. around. That's so, right. uh, uh, yeah. I haven't talked. I haven't thought about that until yeah. now. I just but, uh, I, I put myself in your shoes as as the entertainer, and and how I could never imagine doing stand up in Norwegian. I could never uh, imagine uh, performing my music in Norwegian. I just wouldn't be able to do it because it's it's not my it's not my thinking language. It's not my language of honest expression. So I was just wondering if you different. kind of felt that in any way when you're performing. I think it's different with English because uh, you haven't, when you were a child, you didn't watch uh, Norwegian television. No. I was uh, watching Family Guy when I was eight years old. You know, and, and that means a lot. Yeah, that means a lot to be hearing that yeah. language day in and day out through different media Children formats. Children learn. And, oh, yeah. and all the music I listen to is English. Or most of the music I listen to is English. And yeah. um, oh, my own music is in English uh, too. So uh, it was natural to talk English when I was yeah. performing. But uh, it took some time to get into it. And sometimes I stutter and I don't remember a word here and there. And <laughs> that's, just, that's just a part of the package. That's just a part yeah. of the package, yeah. yeah. Well, and that's I know an from, an American, from an American standpoint, I don't know about other English-speaking countries, but Americans in general think that someone who is speaking English with some sort of accent, you know, when English yeah. is not their first language, we think that's charming. So... Yeah, a lot of people has commented on Reddit saying, "Oh, his accent is so cool." Yeah, yeah. And, and uh, I, I, I don't think so. Uh, <laughs> I, mean, uh, I don't think about how I speak in, in English. It's, yeah, you just speak English. Yeah. 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 I feel, yeah, I think that's. I think that's right. <laughs> so, uh, no, but the quickness and like the little I could have if I were in. Like if English was my mother's tongue and I could talk uh, or think in English, then I would be a little bit quicker. But now I've time to think in between the sentences. But as much as you're using it now, it's just going to get better and better. So yeah, yeah. Probably, so what? Probably. What do do you have any? Do you have any concrete plans? Okay, let's say your your song gets twenty five thousand uh, streams. Uh, mm -hmm. Let's say you, you you double your social media presence. Uh, mm -hmm. uh, what are you going to do with that? Because that that will bring you a certain <laughs> currency. That will bring you some 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 power to make yeah. a few things happen. What would you do with that? I I mean. Concrete plans now is very, very hard to get. Yeah. Because I don't know when I can start playing again. Um, but, but I'm going to release, I'm in the studio all the time now. 
and I'm getting much better at being in the studio. Um, now I, I get what I can do, and um, yeah, I've, I've got songs ready to go. Okay. So the 20,000 one, then I release one, 50,000. I, I think we'll see after. I'm going to double it. So on 50,000, there's another song, and then another one after that, too. Yeah. yeah. Um, and let's say things happen. I, I want to go. I want to go on a tour, and I want to warm up for somebody. What, what's what's your now. what's your plan to make that happen? Do you have um Do you have management? Do you have Do you have a band that you've put together, or are you trying right to do now, all this on your own? Everything. Everything. I'm, I'm doing everything myself. Okay. Um, I have a producer that I work with, and he's very, very, very good, and I love working with that guy. And I have friends that's been doing events all around town uh, that I hang out with almost every day. Uh, So I have people helping me, but I'm doing mostly everything by myself. Well, it's always best to be in charge, but it's also smart to have that assistance. But again, you're still in charge because a lot of people, they start chasing that fame and recognition. And while they're doing that, they've lost control of their own art. Yeah. And that would be a sad thing. I think many opportunities open also for artists to go to managements because they know how to find people. Yeah. Uh, so if there's any managements people listening, then you contact <laughs> me watch my streams and maybe see if you like me. <laughs> I tell you, uh, I, I think you would be, I think you would be so easy to book. You would be a management dream. Um, all, no, all it takes is a nice, a nice photograph and, uh, and, and, you know, spend some money and shoot like a, like a 30 second uh, promo video of you playing live and, mm-hmm. and send that out to any venue anywhere. And I guarantee you there's a booking for you there. It's that easy. Yeah. really. An important thing to note then, if there's anyone listening, um, I make my songs that I can, so that I can play the songs the same way. Afterwards. Very important I, that they know that. I sound yeah. like my songs, okay? I can do them live. Many times, I don't even need to warm up. Maybe I sound a little bit nervous and start, but I'm, I'm feeling confident now. That's what I'm trying to say. Well, that's important um, to say because a lot of this stuff is so overproduced that the artist... Uh, maybe because of lack of talent, maybe because overproduction, they're unable to perform their music live. But you can do yeah. that. And if you if you listen to my music, you get stories that happened to me. I wrote the songs. I wrote the guitar part. I did all the harmonies. I had the finger in, in, in everything in the songs. It's, it's not something that I just went to the studio and sang, and then it's out one yeah. day. You this put a lot of feeling. Yeah, you put a lot of time. You put a lot of feelings and emotion. You put your heart into this. This is you. You put your life into mm-hmm. this project. Yeah, yeah pretty much. And, and it mean, shows. Music is the only thing I'm focusing on. Yeah, and it, and it shows. It shows that you've put so much into it. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. But I, I think you would be a management's dream. The only thing is now, uh, you know, with COVID nineteen and there's no venues that are open. But but I. I don't know. Just wait. I, I, I said it first. I'm the first one to predict yeah. this. I think you are half a step away from a significant success with your music. I truly believe that. That's uh, that's very kind of you. I hope so. I hope so. I want to level up. That's what I've been talking to with my friends. I, I feel like I'm on the, on, on the right path. And even though COVID happened and nobody could play anymore, 
I found a way to still get the graph going the right way. And I'm very, very happy. That's what I'm going to remember from 2020. Now. Hold not, on, hold on one second. Snoopy just came in here. I need to ask her something. Hey, Snoop, would you be a good little thing and get me some water, please? Oh God. And she looks at me like, come on, you can fix about 300 years of oppression of the black man by getting this one, a glass of water right now. Thank you. And such, such, such is a typical conversation between Snoopy and I. <laughs> oh, she's the best. She's the best. I couldn't do this. I saw you on television and I saw you talking in Norwegian. And I must say, I was a little bit surprised about your accent. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I knew that your, your, your wife is a son. Yeah, she? yeah. Finnmark, yeah. But I didn't think about it. Since you live, you live here. Yes. Yes. And uh, yeah, I'm surprised. <laughs> but you have, a, uh, you have a, the accent from very far away from Oslo or Drammen or anywhere near here. Yes, head. yes, I do. But I've lived most of my time has been up north. Hold on one second. Thank you, Snoopy. Um, um <clears throat> what was I saying? Yeah, most of my time I've lived up north. Mm-hmm. I came back. I, I started off in in Drammen, or actually out in Hudum. Uh, for a while, and then Nedra uh, Eikid, and then we moved up north to Finnmark, oh. and then from Finnmark we moved to a place in Nordtroms, and it's just now in 2014 that we came down to Drummond. So uh-huh. yeah, I, I could imagine that that was why, or because you probably your wife talks in the same same accent too. I think it's a cool accent. You you well, definitely. Well, a- well, actually, well, thank you for that. But actually, my wife speaks, um, you know, from every once in a while, she can float into that, that Finnmark, that northern accent. Mm-hmm. But she spent most of her childhood in Hudum. Uh, mm-hmm. It's her father who is, uh, who is Samisk. So oh. she heard him speaking, you know, the Finnmark dialect. And then her mother was from Vestlanda. With a very okay. new Norsk. So, so my wife speaks from time to time like a mix of all of that. Um, that's, a, that's a cool combination. Yeah, yeah. I have the, I have the boring, most boring one. I'm the basic. <laughs> basic, uh, basic Oslo, basic Oslander. Uh, <laughs> no, so I don't know. I get a lot of comments. People are very surprised when they when they hear me speak Norwegian for the first time. But my dialect is not a pure Finnmark dialect because I picked up some things from Nordtroms because a lot of people think Northern Norway is the same dialect. It's not. It's, mm-hmm. There's some differences there. Uh, and then um, also from that time when we were living in Hudum, we lived with uh, my wife's parents. So I picked up a lot of Vestlansk, Minos, oh. from her mother. So yeah. I say, I, yeah, I, I speak kind of with a mix of all that, but mostly it's that, that northern... You're, you're used to, or I'm used to, when I hear Americans talk in Norwegian, I am used to, like, I yes. know what that sounds like. Yeah, yeah. With you, I was surprised. I was very surprised, because that's the first time I've heard that. I'm that's full, cool. I'm full of surprises. Yeah, but I guess, <laughs> I guess yeah, you, you've never heard me speak Norwegian except for them, because, yeah, at, um, you know, at these open mics at Steinart, I... I I spoke English all the time yeah, for my routine. You talk and English with each other. And, yeah. Yeah. Um, well, that's, uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's very natural, though, since you, you lived there for, yeah, for a long yeah. time. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, what was I thinking of? Yeah, I, I, I like, I mean, I would think because uh, 
uh, girls with accents it sounds so exotic and I still understand what they're saying <laughs> yes uh, it feels like I'm speaking another language but I understand it in a way yeah uh, yeah and that's a that's a cool thing what's the, mean, what's the sexiest what's the sexiest Norwegian dialect for a woman for a I woman know. I don't know maybe this is a controversial one yeah I know you have uh, Mr. Servik on your uh, podcast. Yeah, yeah. And he has a stand-up bit. I'm not going to tell you, but it's that he hates his own accent. And that accent I love. Ah. All of a sudden, murder. Yeah, you know, you know? yeah, yeah. I'm not going to try speaking that way because I, I, I won't do it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I have to say, and in, in, uh, uh, maybe I'm biased, but I have to say that Finnmark dialect is, is, the, is the best. Uh, when I, oh, yeah, you know, well, I, actually, I'll say anywhere from Nor- Norvik in up, up north from there, all, mm-hmm. all of those dialects, they just sound so musical and, and, uh, uh, th- and that's what, that's what I compare it to. It sounds musical to me. It's a musician's ear type of Probably thing. Probably the only, the only Norwegian accent that's been like sexualized through the media. <laughs> yeah, over yeah, the year. yeah. And the television series on the radio yeah. and. And commercials. If you have like a, a, a bra, you wanna you wanna do a, a campaign for. Yep. You're getting someone from up north from up to north. do the voice. Yes. Uh, voice yes. So maybe that's it. Maybe I saw a couple of TV commercials when I first came here back in 2002, and maybe that's what got me thinking about that dialect. Flip the switch in your brain. Yeah. And just, yep. uh, and just let it go. go to Tromsø or somewhere. <laughs> No, I mean, yeah, it's, uh, I know, I'm, I'm, do I have a very Norwegian English accent? Or yes, am I, you do. Like, yeah. Yeah, you do. Because, uh, but, but, but that's, watch, but that's not to say it's not, it's not, a, I mean, your, your English is very well, it's, 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 it's easy to understand. You don't mm-hmm. seem to be struggling with it at all, but I can very clearly hear that it is a Norwegian, uh, speaking English. Yeah. yeah. You should listen to, okay, say uh, my uncle or my mom or my dad speaking English. Because uh, <laughs> uh, I wasn't very old when I realized that I had to do the talking when we <laughs> went on holiday. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I will have children one day. Their English is going to be pretty... Pretty much perfect, now. yeah. Yeah. Just everything they consume... Norway has some good productions. I love Norwegian comedy and and television series, but most of the time I'm watching stuff in English because yeah, I want to watch what all the rest of the world is watching. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and I think it's probably going to be like that for children's stuff too, with YouTube taking over. Yeah. And, uh, and I, I understand it, but in a way it's kind of a sad thing because... I kind of see it already. There are some Norwegian artists, and whether they're musicians, whether they're stand-up comics, actors, actresses, uh, writers, film producers, that are starting to struggle because it's mm-hmm. getting harder and harder to make an acceptable Norwegian project pro- uh, product for the yeah. Norwegian public because everybody's leaning towards all things English, all things American. Yeah, you can't watch Game of Thrones with a big budget uh, HBO money, right? And then you go and watch the same style of, uh, yeah. of Norwegian yeah. show. It's gonna look much worse just yeah. because 
HBO throws a billion dollars on the project. Yes. Wow. Yeah. And RK can only do so much, you know? Yeah. Um, it's a little sad. I, 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 yes. I worry about the future of, of, of Norwegian entertainment. I really do. It's the big corp uh, world, uh, John. That's, uh, that's the world we're living in right now. It is. It is. Well, hopefully they'll be nice to me and I can keep my podcast and make it grow. Yeah, but I think it's sad because everything is going in that direction. Yeah, it is. It with is. music, with uh, television, with even books. You can buy a book today of a, I mean, a social media influencer who didn't have a, nothing to do with the book. She yeah. took the pictures in her room, but all she did was go to a room and sign a thousand of them and then sold a thousand of yeah. them and made a lot of money. Yeah, you know. So, uh, yeah. There's certain people in a way that do it all by themselves. There's a humor thing, humor either. Yeah, yeah. You know about that? Yes. Yeah. They, I like them because they, they're like old-time, or some of them are old-time comedians doing their thing still and making their own production, doing yeah. everything themselves, and yeah. it's going very good. Have their own stage and merch and, yeah. You know, I think who, I, making money. You know who I think is going to go on and do some big things? Do you know Inia James? Yeah. Yeah. That guy is so talented. Um, now, yes. Very good. He's somebody that I had wanted to have on for quite some time, and I just never got around to it until I finally did. And we did that podcast episode, and he was telling me some of the things that he'd been involved in, you know, some of these rather big productions in, in, in TV and whatnot. I had no idea mm -hmm. he was that talented. That guy's a no, go-getter. He, he I could see. cameras in Premiere, too. Oh, did he? Film, then, uh, yeah, like I got a, a message from him with like a video there of me with a cool little, uh, I mean, a clip of me playing, I think I played No Diggity or something, oh. and with the intro, and he sent me in, and I was like, okay, this this is post-worthy, okay? I have to post this. Ah. He's a good guy. Actually, He's a good guy. I, I walked home from the studio the other day. That's This is probably like four or five days ago, and then a car stops right in front of me, and the, the window goes down, and it's in here, just like... <laughs> Pointing his head through the window, driving by. <laughs> so wow. that's cool. You mentioned him, actually. Uh, no, I, I like that guy. I've been thinking. I'm going to give him a call here. Uh, I'll just say it out loud. I'm going to call him because I have an idea. I want to pitch a program to him that mm -hmm. I want to pitch to a production uh, uh, company and see if I can get him involved in filming a little something that I want to present to uh, to a production let company. Me make the, let me make the intro music, then I'll do it for free. Oh man, I was. I, what about my intro music? Oh no, you can. Do that. Okay, I can do the outro. How about a collaboration? Okay, yeah, you can do the outro music. You can do the outro. Yeah, put it into. Um, oh. I have good ideas. I don't know what the project is, but I, I have some good ideas. I can twist and bend stuff. So. Yeah, I'm, I'm. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. Well, yeah. If you if you did a version of No Diggity, then I'm sure you can work with me. Absolutely. <laughs> no, but I. I the covers that I do every stream to No Diggity, and then going into Lighters Up by Lil Kim. Ah. And then I've started doing, you know, that song Pony by Yes, Gen y. yes, you did that last night. Yeah. 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 
I just uh, throw that song into place. I started laughing. Here. I started laughing so hard when you started in on Pony because that was just so unexpected, and yet it yeah. fit. It was perfect. It was so cool. <laughs> it I, was cool. I mean, if I can do a song nicely, and I, and yeah. I most of the time, if I'm watching television, uh, I just realized why I'm probably single because every time <laughs> I turn on the TV, I have a guitar in my lap and I'm playing and like humming for myself, and uh, I've. Uh, written no i've done this cover now because i'm doing some christmas concerts where i've sung uh, the song Heil kommer vinter. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you haven't heard that you should definitely listen i played that probably 10 times when i sit in the in the sofa and then yeah. i'm tired and then i listen to genuine in the car i'm that type of guy i listen to pony while yeah. driving that's weird but uh um yeah, I just started singing. That was uh, so cool. Yeah. That was really cool when you did that last. And you did that Norwegian Christmas song as well. I was probably the only one that understood the lyrics, but uh, thank you for doing that one too. I'm trying to do a little bit of Norwegian in my streams. If there's a lot of people sure, watching, sure. This is this is my place, you know. <laughs> I'm going to do it also. Maybe my friend's restaurant doesn't go bankrupt. <laughs> I don't know. Something something could happen. No, uh, I'm uh, I'm gonna give Inia a, a call though, and and uh, see if he has some time to help me out, and uh, we'll see. Maybe I'll be doing some TV stuff if anybody likes it. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. you should. You should. I want to. It was fun. I tell you, I've been uh, I've been uh, to TV two and to uh, Enarco uh, on TV there, and it's it's interesting. It's it's pretty recently, right? Yeah, very, very recently. Um, it was about a month ago, maybe, that was the last time, and then a couple of times before that in some radio stuff. But it's very interesting to see how they do things. It's not as simple as it looks on TV. It's no. There's so much going on in the background. It, it fascinated me. So, can, can I tell you a little story from my, my childhood? Yeah, go ahead. Because about this, it's a very, 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 like, in theme now. And I want to... Mm-hmm. I want to tell you because I don't think I've talked about this before to anyone. Yeah. But I did theater when I was younger. Yeah. And uh, I was on stage all the time doing plays and stuff. And then me and my stepbrother was going on this. Um, it's called Super Quiz. It's a it's a children's uh, quiz show on one of the children channels. You know. I where, think I remember that show actually. I think that was still um, on the air when I came here in two thousand and two. Yeah, so me and my stepbrother were there and had the quiz in like the green screen room, and you went through all the cameras, and then Eric Kudok in the host, he was a pretty famous Norwegian yeah. guy. He came in there and had a good time with us, and it was so cool. Yeah, and then I, I, I just uh, I'm an entertainer, you know, so I, I entertained when I was there. I was on, and um, yeah, probably a month after they called from Melko. Yeah. And they wanted me for an audition for one of the for a show that he was starting. That was really? like the big Friday uh, television child show. I went to do an audition. I was very very nervous, and I didn't do it very well. But I got I didn't get the, um, the like be in the studio do everything with yeah. him. Right. But I got uh, an actor part in the show. So I'm in, if you go, if you search through the NRK archives and there, like, you can still see that. You can find me dressed up as a girl. You can find me uh, <laughs> singing with a very famous choir in Norway, Sölgutna. 
Oh, really? We were in one of the big studios at NRK, Studio Studio, wow. singing with Tegutna. Uh, and yeah, pretty big production. Like, How cool is that? TV program. How cool and is I was that? The, I was the guy in school who like had to take two days <laughs> off to go to Oslo to shoot the TV show. Yeah. And that was very cool. Even though I was a junior with a little bit of fat in my stomach. That was so cool. How old were you? Um, 14, 15, I would okay. say. Uh, 13, maybe. I don't remember exactly. Probably around 13. Now, did you... I, I was allowed to, to take the train alone to Oslo and then meet the guy from NRK at the door okay. when I went out to trains. I wasn't yeah. very old. Yeah. <clears throat> I think it's difficult to think back because the years are moving on so fast. No, it's um, it's it's just very interesting to see how everything works. Uh, behind, of course, I didn't see everything, but just seeing the way it is behind the scenes. I think the most uh, the the most fun I had was the first time when I was on TV uh, Tour. Good morning, Norway. Good morning, Norway. When I was on mm-hmm. that one, and to see these television celebrities come up to me and and say hi and and yeah. and and tell me they liked my work from my podcast and all that stuff and it's like i'm i'm just starstruck because these people that i that i admire and i only see them on tv are saying these things and then i saw the the weather lady uh isabella mm-hmm. Yeah. And I've had a crush yeah. on her for 20 years and I actually got to see her and I was like, oh my gosh. Pretty, pretty, I mean, I'm pretty uh, weather uh, forecasters or yeah. whatever. Yeah. yeah. That's not on something you only see in the movies. That's, that's real. Here Even in Norway, though. the weather ladies for TV2 are, are, I don't. I don't know. I don't know who's hiring them, but uh, no. but <laughs> it, seems like it seems like they're casted in some way. I mean, they just have things. such a they just have such a presence, and then to see they're Isabella perfectly in the role. Yeah, too. yeah, they're so just, professional. So they they're beautiful. They're professional, and they just fit. And, and mm-hmm. I like the way they do it, but it's not as they're not exploiting their sexuality. They're not doing that because they're fully, they're fully dressed and everything, but they're dressed well and they're they have composure and they're beautiful and they just, it's, it's, it's just a pleasant, it's a pleasant uh, presentation of a woman in a professional atmosphere. So TV2 is doing it right. I like it. I think I know why. Why is it? You know why? Why? Because the information they're coming with isn't very exciting, is it? Because you can just <laughs> go to wake up and see, okay, it's raining today. That's they true. Need to they need to like okay we need to look good we need to present this in a very good way so people will actually uh, listen to us okay we want to give information that you can just google and find the exact thing i mean so i think uh, unfortunately the weather is part of the news it's uh it's nearing his last chapter i think i think i I think it is I don't know. You have English, but I know that's the only thing you need. Yeah, and that's all you need. Smartphone. Everyone is online all the time. Everyone, so, um, everyone has uh, the smartphone. You want to know what the weather is going to be? That's where you're going to go. Uh, the days where you would wake up at six in the morning with a cup of coffee to watch the weather lady tell you what the weather is is going to be. I think mm-hmm. those days are gone. I have never experienced those days. I can't imagine how those days would go. 
You were probably used to that. I, well, I, I well, well, when I came here, in order to learn Norwegian, because I didn't take a class. Actually, I, I went to a class and it lasted two days. And mm-hmm. I left the Norwegian class because it was boring and it was going too slow. So to learn Norwegian, I taught myself how to learn Norwegian. And a big part of that was watching the news. Yeah. And just yeah. hearing it, just listening to it and trying to get the context of what they were saying uh, by the photo or the, the, the film that mm-hmm. was going behind mm-hmm. them. Or and watching the weather ladies and listening to them and how they're pointing at the the green screen and everything and it, it's uh, it really helped me it really did but through that of course then I got I got uh, I got my crush on Isabella and uh, a couple other of those weather ladies <laughs> I still can't believe I got to meet Isabella that was amazing no that's a good, do you get that imposter syndrome sometimes because I've heard people talk about that where you're like okay. Am I supposed to be here, actually? Because well, uh, well, I've been very fortunate in a lot of ways here in Norway, and most recently with this podcast. I never question if I'm supposed to be there, but I can certainly feel that oh my gosh feeling when I am there. It's like mm-hmm. oh my gosh, I'm here. Oh my gosh, you know that's Isabella, or oh my gosh, that's you know to to to. I'll tell you one of the one of the uh, craziest um, experiences like that that I ever had was when uh, Jonas Fjeld asked me to rewrite one of his songs. He wanted a song of his in English, and I said yes. And I flew down here. I was living up in uh, Nordtroms at the time, Mm -hmm. and I I flew down here. And a friend of mine, Kato Christensen, who is the backup one of the backup singers and and drummer in Jonas Fjeld's band. Uh, drove me to Jonas Feld's house uh, up at Kornerud mm-hmm. here. And he comes to the door, and I was not nervous at all until I no. saw him when he came to the door. <laughs> then it hit me. It's like, oh, my gosh. Yeah. And then to be invited <laughs> invited into his home and down to his studio and, and, and mm-hmm. working on things and all that stuff. And it was just that feeling of not that, not that I questioned whether or not I should be there, but just this this awesome feeling of being overwhelmed because I was there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I I understand what you mean. It's this one so, of the few concerts I've been able to do this year uh, was at uh, the Norske Teatre. Ah, beautiful. Beautiful and venue. I've done, I've done a lot of bars. I've done a lot of cafes. I've done some cool places, but that was like, okay, we're going, we're going to the Norske, we're going there. I mean, that's a very cool place. Yeah. And we went up all the nights. Have you been there? No, but I've seen so many pictures. I know some people who work yes. there, so that I, I I'm quite familiar with what it's all about and the yeah, history and big, everything. Big, like this massive staircase yeah. and come and go up into. And we went just talked to somebody who worked there. So I went into the like I had a backstage at the Norske Teatre. Mm. I never have a backstage. I sit at the table with <sighs> everyone else. And we went to like the terrace and watched people walk in. Yeah, we were actually doing a concert. How did, for how did you get that gig? How did you get that booked? I just know a lot of people in Oslo, and I think now when people are uh, doing like events where they're showcasing musicians, yeah. uh, I'm one of the go-to guys that okay. people send messages to. I know. Uh, places that like I never knew about the open mic and then I get a message from them do you want to come here and then one of the guys that I've done that with a lot is uh, a guy called Mehenda I don't know if you know him but he's a he's a very good 
Uh, he's a photographer, I think, originally, and he does events. Oh, wait um, a minute. Is he that little uh, black guy? Um, I think a... he has, like, still dreads. And, uh, yeah. He... Um, he does art bar. He does uh, a lot of a lot of cool stuff. What well, isn't he the um, guy that was that was about to get some kind of a show on Netflix or something? Maybe I, I because I, I met a guy and I want to say that's his name. I met some guy at Steiner's uh, the first night when I met you, and the dude was mm-hmm. he was high. He was smoke. If it was smokable, he smoked it. No, that, that, night. That, that's not him. Okay, that's not yeah, him. okay, for, yeah, okay, somebody else. Um, but uh, he's a family guy. But uh, okay. yeah, he he does um, shows with um, Bangle, Alex, and Pueblos. They're a very good band, and also goes around. They've been to Café Sur, and we've played together many times at Mela Husa. Okay. Um, so I know all those guys. Now before. I tell you, it pays off to be a nice guy and to be well liked. You know. Um... Some people don't realize how valuable. You, know, you don't want to be the guy who people hates or a controversial guy. I'm just a normal. There's nothing out of the ordinary with me, so well, I don't have to be. Well, but I'll, I'll 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 do you better than that. You're not just an ordinary guy. You're an exceptionally friendly guy. You're so easy to talk with. Um, well, thank you. You you. Um, <sighs> Yeah, I mean that's just in your character. You're you're so easy to talk to. You're so pleasant. People can't help but like you. That's not normal. That's above and beyond. And I think that's going to be uh, it, it. It will serve you well uh, that you have that kind of a personality. Absolutely. Yeah. I heard I listened to a podcast yesterday, and someone said, uh, "Give everything, expect nothing." And uh, that's I was like, "Oh yes, that's what I've been feeling for the last." Um, that is a year. good motto to live by. It really is. Give everything and, I, and expect nothing. I've never heard anyone say that before. I'm yeah. sure it's probably a known expression. But uh, I was like, okay, yeah, that's, that's true. Because I've done that. Yeah. yeah. I've, played, I've played hundreds of free shows. I've played everywhere. Well, well, I, and if you ask me to play somewhere, I am going to say yes. And that's a good thing to get your experience, to get your chops in, to feel comfortable on stage. But when will you get to a point to where you expect, well, here we go. You're not supposed to expect anything, but mm-hmm. when, do, when do you feel you'll get to a point where it will be normal for you to take, uh, to be paid to perform? If people, if people book me now. Then I and I take uh, a little bit of a. You won't say no if somebody books you. <laughs> no, if because I have uh, like my own engagements for the talk. LLC. That would be a, your own uh, your own uh, biz- business. Yeah, we'll just call it a yeah. business. Yeah, just me. It's just yeah. my name, us, or yeah, whatever. Yeah. yeah. So I I do send some invoices now, uh, but. <laughs> It's it's hard to get booked for some something bigger when you haven't released any music, and well, when nobody really knows who you are. Well, but um, then again, if you if you you get your twenty five thousand, I don't even think you'll need to get that many. But let's say you get your twenty five thousand uh, streams on on uh, on your on your new release, and if you can get mm-hmm. somebody to film, prof- you know, talk to India for example, get somebody to film you performing just a short little thirty second piece of a song. And yeah. you start presenting that to people who are booking shows, you will get booked and you will get paid. I guarantee it. Guarantee I it. I think so too. I think so too. There's just like, um, 
it's a barrier, you know, because you, I don't want to, ah, I'm, I'm, I don't want, I'm never going to ask any of my friends for any money for me to come uh, play somewhere. Um, no, I get that. After all, it's going to be, it's, it, it's, it's a thing I want to live doing and you need money to live. Um, so yeah, it's, it's a difficult one. Yeah, I get that. That is a weird situation to to be asking friends for money. I guess when when there's competition about me being places, that's when I uh, I have to start taking money. Because if you ask me, can you play here for uh, these people, and then um, I can book a venue and get twenty thousand people, or let's say five hundred people there. Yeah. I'm going to use that. So you need to build up and have an audience that will come and see me uh, before I can take money. Let me ask now you this. people are coming because there is a concert. They don't know that it's me playing. Well, but how about instead of you having to ask your friends for money, how about if you were giving your friends money? Here's, here's a little idea I have. Uh, if you Let's say that you were able to gather 70, 75 people. You mm-hmm. you do the work on social media, and you get seventy five uh, people to prepay for a I don't know a hundred and twenty kroner ticket to yeah. see you play, and mm-hmm. you tell them that you're going to play somewhere in Oslo. Please mm-hmm. support me by it's almost like a crowdfunding thing. Support oh, me. That's a very good idea. I'm thinking. See, support me by by paying. I don't know. Let's, let's say 150 kroners. That's not a lot of money. 150 mm. kroners to see me play, and then all of a sudden, when you've got 75 tickets sold, then you go to a friend of yours who has a venue, and you say, "Hey, I'm yeah. bringing these people." Can you have like a uh, some kind of a special on the alcohol? Maybe people only pay 75 percent for alcohol in this night, and I'll come to your place. That is a lot of money for your friend, and yes. it will put money in your pocket. Especially now, because we, I can say, uh, I have these 75 people, the venue is disclosed, and then nobody knows yet where it is. Can we do 75 people at this bar mm-hmm. uh, with all the regulations and stuff? And yep. There you go. Uh, they come in for free, I take the money from the tickets, and then there you, you get everything from the bar. There you go. Good idea, John. And thank you for that. I, I'm going to your idea. You should seriously do. You should seriously do that because I yeah, think I have thought about something well, like similar before. Well, um, I, I I don't believe in uh, in letting finances and the business side of things overshadow the art. I'm very much in touch with my art, but I also want to make a living, and I also yeah. want to have a financial legacy. To pass on to my wife, my children, my well, my wife is going to die before me. So to my children and grandchildren when I when I pass. So that means that I have to make decisions and I have to perf- I have to present my art in a way that brings me an income. And I don't have any bad feelings about that. I have no guilt no. for doing that. No. So yeah. keep that in well, mind. That's, yeah. So I keep. Mean, you want a job where it feels like you're stealing the paychecks, anyways. You know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So uh, I don't think it's a bad thing. I think good, uh, good. I, I don't think about money now. I think the money will come at some point. Yeah. Well, um, there's a little idea for you, though. You know, pre- pre-selling tickets through social media, some type of crowdfunding. You know, people mm-hmm. already love you. And, the, and as they get to know you, they're going to be even more people who love you even more. 
And I don't think you would have a problem getting 70, 75 people or however many, 60, whatever, whatever the venue will allow. Mm -hmm. And then once you've got it sold, you announce the venue and the venue makes money. And so do you. Yeah. And I think that the venues will bite on that idea too now. Is there struggling for people? If you could have it arranged uh, a night where then you even have more people. Yeah. In counting hours after then you that's good for them yeah yeah absolutely um, well, free free financial and business advice for me see you you get you get things you get things when you come on this podcast one of the first good financial uh, advices i've ever gotten on podcasts <laughs> so that's uh, thank you so much i've only been on your podcast once though so yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, that's a good idea absolutely i'm gonna think about that yeah, one do that i think it would work for you I think it would work for you. So I'm excited. We'll, I think we can do 25,000. I'm, I'm a believer. I'm positive. Um, I think I think it'll work. Um, how about getting on uh, some radio station? Have you... Have yeah. you... I've tried to um, do it, and maybe I shouldn't say this because I, really, I, I reveal my plans, but I'm <laughs> going to tell you. Uh, I don't care. Um, so I've sent people to try to get uh, the radio station's attention for me instead of me trying to do it myself. Mm. So I I have sent very few emails out to all of the radio stations. I've tried to, I don't, I don't know, I think, or I believe in some, some way that if uh, they notice me without me having to contact them first, that's that's uh, that's a cool thing, or that's a good thing for business. But I don't know if it's true. Or not. Can I give you some advice? Yes, please. I'm a little I'm a little bit older than you, so I'm gonna I'm gonna put some I'm gonna put some wisdom into this. Yeah. Um, of course, it's cool when other people tell the movers and the shakers about you. That's cool. Mm-hmm. But if you want to. Feel like you have control, not feel like if you want to have control, if you want to have more confidence and if you want to make a stronger impression on the person that you're eventually trying to get to notice you, it's always best if you do it yourself. Always best if you do it yourself. I do, uh, since I have so direct contact with all the people that listen to my music, I do tell them exactly what they're to send I, yeah. for example, hi, my name is John. I'm from, uh, I, I live in Drummond, and I want to hear this song on the radio. Like, I don't know if that's what they've sent, but. Uh, yeah. Uh, I mean, that's one I way to do it. Yeah. Know. And and that yeah. would be effective, especially if you got uh, a lot of people to do that. You know, just imagine mm-hmm. if a radio station in the course of two weeks got w- over 100 emails about you. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's very effective. Yeah, but I don't know. I guess think about how much more effective it would be if they got that plus they heard from you directly. Yeah, I'm gonna. I I have a list of of people I'm gonna contact, and uh, I will contact them. It's just I think I'm a little bit scared. To you are. Be you are. But that's normal. Yeah, but if, um, if it comes without me having to ask for it, then. <laughs> uh, well, I, I don't have to do uh, that good of a job. So, <laughs> I mean, 
but there's but that's your safe zone. You're you're operating within your safe zone if you want to mm. grow because uh, when you're uncomfortable, that means that you're putting yourself under some sort of stress. And stress, when it is managed in proper amounts, uh, whether it's mental or physiological stress, it brings growth. Mm. So, so yeah. you're, you're going to grow. You're going to have a new type of confidence when you can bring yourself to actually start approaching these people yourself. Yeah. You'll, you'll see, and you'll see that. I just don't know how to do it in the correct way. That's probably why. Because um, that's one of the things that I haven't done before. And I don't know who to ask either. Maybe I'll ask you then. What should I send them? <laughs> what should I say to them to make them interested in my music or me or whatever? Um, you have to send them links to your social media so they can see how many followers and viewers you have. You have to have that 30-second uh, well-produced video of you performing live. Yeah. And you need uh, about two paragraphs of well-written text about who you are and what you can do for that person or that company, whoever you're, you're approaching. Mm -hmm. uh, and you send that out on an email. And in that email, you say that you're going to follow up with a phone call in a few days. Yeah. Okay. And so that's... Yeah, okay. yeah, 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 because I that's see. that's the little extra that a lot of people in an entertain uh, a lot of new beginners in the entertainment business don't do. They don't follow mm -hmm. up that initial contact. You have to follow that up. So but they don't follow so, that up. They have to answer if I call. Well, well, yeah, and and what I've found is that it's quite easy to get. Uh, you know, Norwegian celebrities and Norwegian people in the top of the entertainment business they seem quite easy to reach. I mean, some of them are right there on Facebook, like an, like any other person. Mm -hmm. Some of them have mm -hmm. their phone numbers listed, like any other person. Mm -hmm. So uh, you know, not all of them, but some of them do. So if you're able to get their phone number. Um, and you tell them that you're going to call them in a couple of days, and then you do call them in a couple of days, I guarantee yeah. you, you'll leave a mark. You'll, they will remember you in, in one way or another. Isn't it a little bit creepy? No, not at all. They're <laughs> look, look, they're, they're, they're business people. If somebody sent me an email <clears throat> and said, uh, you know, because I have my telephone numbers up on my Facebook, my, uh, my uh, Facebook page for my podcast, it has my telephone number there. Uh, people mm -hmm. can direct message me and stuff. So if someone direct messaged me and said, John, uh, I have this idea to do a podcast episode with you. I'd really love to, to do this. Uh, uh, here's my social media profile. Here's some uh, reading material about what I'd like to talk about. Uh, please look over this and I'm going to call you in a couple of days. I would already, before that person called me already, before I did any research, I would be mm -hmm. impressed because mm -hmm. here is somebody who really wants to come on my show. So the question then is, are you really, do you really want to be a musician who is being uh, recorded, produced and, and, and given exposure? So you need to show that to that management bureau or to that production company or to that studio or to that record label? And the answer is yes. Though. There you go. It's absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I think that the thing you're telling me now, it's, uh, it's right, but I'm Norwegian. And, uh, it's, uh, <laughs> you're Norwegian. You're we can't American, get past that. <laughs> you have that the confidence that only the American people have. Uh, you talk to people in elevators and stuff, don't you? 
I don't do that. I, I, I'm always with my headphones on, not trying to disturb or include myself in any people's day in any way. I try to. Yeah, like, but yeah, but, yeah but you know what? I'm, I'm that way too. Mm. Uh, I am much more in solitude than I am in the company of others <laughs> by far. But when I have to get up and do my job, you know, when I have to do this podcasting, when I'm going to perform stand up or perform music, I put that hat on and I become that yeah. entertainer. And then yeah. in the course of getting to the microphone or getting to the stage, there are certain things I have to do on the business side because nobody's ever going to promote you better than you. No. And I've realized and I'm that. Yeah. I'm sorry. Say again. I'm very introvert. I'm like, yeah, yeah, but, but yeah, but believe it or not, I'm I'm also introverted. Again, I am very mm. quiet, and I am not to be found if I'm not mm. doing my podcast or on the stage. You know, so, so but but again, you you have to know that if you if you have a passion for what you're doing, and you understand that nobody is going to promote you better than you yourself, and if you want control over your own path then you, you learn to, I don't, you'll never overcome shyness. You'll never overcome being an introvert, but you will do what it takes in order for you to succeed at your craft. See, that's, yeah. di that's a different thing. So you, you don't have to redo your personality at all. You just have to mm -hmm. compartmentalize it. You have life and then you have your, your art, your craft, which you yeah. are trying to promote. And I'm, I, I want to excel. I want to go on to the next level because yeah. I am what I can do now. Mm -hmm. I want to see what I haven't or do what I haven't done yet. Yeah. I want to put bigger stages. I want to, my main goal now is to get a slot for, um, be, to be a warm-up act for a bigger act when, um, stuff, because I know that, uh, there's a lot of people that's making albums right yes. now because they can't go out and, play anywhere and that means there is going to be a lot of uh, artists going on tour yep. straight after they yep. can if they've just released an album they want to go tour and make as much money from that album yes. as possible yes and they need people to warm up for them and um yeah i'm trying to reach out to to a lot of other artists who would I you guess. most like to warm up for oh like uh, the dream yeah. It's Ed Sharon, of course. Ah, uh, yes. Or maybe, no, okay. I'm sorry, sorry, Ed, you're not listening to this, but Paul <laughs> Simon is going to be the, the first one. Paul Simon, since he's old. Uh, <laughs> and then Ed Sharon on, on, on the second space. Well, that's two good but choices. I mean, that's two good choices. I'm not, I'm not reaching out to them, though, yet. I have a. Um, you try to get in contact with some some other artists like Jamie Lawson is a um, the first uh, guy that Ed Sheeran uh, signed to his own label. Uh, so I've messaged him, um, sending him some demos. Ah, um, so I've, cool. Uh, uh, there's a there's a, a UK artist called Macy Peters, who is a very very talented uh, woman, and she makes. Uh, kind of like the same music as I do, mm. even though I just found her about a year ago. Okay. And I was listening to her song and I thought, okay, I could have made that. This song yeah. this is very, I mean, I like this song. Yeah. This is good. Yeah. So I messaged her and I got the Reddit people to go and bombard her comments and stuff. I haven't heard anything. <laughs> okay. 
Yeah. Um, I'm hoping one day. Yeah. Um, but like the say Austria, yes, the the level that she's on. I want to go on tour with one of the, those acts. Okay. So I can play like four thousand maybe capacity places uh, in Oslo and in. Denmark, Sweden, yeah. Germany, yeah. and go from there. Because then I'll uh, make money being a musician. Yeah. I will just do music, which I think will be good for my music. Sure, for now. sure. So now I'm, I'm working a different job on the side because I have to. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And uh, yeah, I think that's the way for me to progress from here. Um, I have the plan. I just need to execute the plan. Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. all. <laughs> Well, no, yeah, I mean you're you're on your way. I mean this this uh, you know getting these thousands of viewers on Reddit is is definitely going to help. And think about about one million people has watched the streams. That's amazing. There's no other there's no other way at this point you would have ever gotten that exposure. So yeah, so that is a uh, that's just amazing. Absolutely yeah, amazing. Yeah, that's a number I never thought I will ever get to in anything. And, and it's uh, going to lead to, to bigger and better things. So you you are you are well on your way. Maybe we'll see you on the stage with Ed Sheeran sometime. I mean, I'm crossing my fingers. <laughs> I uh, I don't know if I if I if I would though. I don't know if I if I could. Sure, you could. Yeah, I could. I could. Sure, what am I could. saying? Of course, I would. Of course, of course you I would. would. Look, 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 if, look, if, 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 if Bill Burr, if Bill Burr were to call me or Mark Norman or, or Louis CK or somebody like that were to call me right now and say, Hey, I'm coming to Norway. Uh, I think it's cool that you're a black dude from America. Would you like to open for me? Even though I have no material now, even though I haven't been on, I would just say yes, (laughs) just say yes. Yeah, of course, it's, it would have been an honor. I am just, uh, this is such a uh, like uh, hypothetical theme. Uh, right but hypothetical is just half a step from reality, so. Sure, it's true. The idea exists in the world, so maybe <laughs> it, it will happen someday. You're so, you're so Norwegian. Know. That's a good thing, though. That's, I married a Norwegian, so it can't be that bad. So. No, no. Uh, no, I I think I could do that way. Sure, sure you could. Right. I it think would, that's a reachable goal. I think you need to aim a little bit higher than maybe you should, but I think so. Then, uh, then you, if if it happens, then that's very cool. So uh, I believe in reaching yeah. for goals that I that I think are 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 too big for me, and I'll grow into that goal. Um, mm-hmm. I see it. I want to do it. I don't know how I can do it, but I just start doing the work, and then I make it happen. Yeah, and if, for anyone listening who's uh, aspiring to be a musician or a stand-up comedian or anything, I want to give you as a tip, because um, set yourself goals. That's yes. one of the most important parts for me, at least, because uh, before I was just doing the same thing, I was doing the circle, mm. playing every night, doing it, drinking a beer. And then having a good time, we played every night, and I wrote songs, but I didn't even—I didn't know where I wanted to go with it. Yeah. Then I gave myself goals. I'm going to release those these songs. I will, um, yeah, release maybe some videos or do like uh, certain things. Yeah. And that's helped a lot. I said to myself, I'm going to try to stream every day, and some days I can't like. 
it's impossible. But if I don't have anything else to do, I am on Reddit. I am streaming. I am trying to reach out to as many people as physically possible. I'm answering uh, messages from people around the world sending me... uh, uh, Yeah. If you want to get in contact with me, it's very, very easy. And I'm trying to reach out by hand for as many people to shake it as possible. Well, so, I'm going to, I'm going to definitely do what I can to help that happen for you. I, I, uh, you know, this platform on my podcast is always open to you. I consider you a, a friend and a brother and a fellow artist. And anytime you have anything going on, or even if you don't have anything going on, come on here and, and my listeners, you know, uh, uh, I love you. And I hope that spills over and my listeners uh, love you as well. It's, um, yeah, I, I really enjoy coming and talking to you too. It's, uh, it's, uh, if I need therapy, I'm going to say I want to be going podcasting. <laughs> hey, anytime, I'm man. Feeling down. I'm going to talk to John now for a couple hours. But isn't it nice just to sit and talk about things that yeah. interest you? You know, there's no interruption. We can just have this conversation about what we have in common with our interests. I love it. It's fun. I, I never do this. I never yeah. talk to people for so long without looking at my phone or <laughs> watching a movie or doing anything. That's, well, this is very rare for me to sit and just talk with someone. Well, I'm, know, I'm, I'm glad you yeah, I'm talking to my mom on my phone and I'm only talking to her for 10 minutes. <laughs> and never, never two hours sometimes, but very rarely. So, Well, I'm glad good... you enjoy it. I, uh, I enjoy doing it. Uh, I want my listeners to enjoy it. It has talking like this with, with good people has a therapeutic effect for me. Um, you know, there's just, there's so much craziness out there in the world. A lot of anger, a lot mm-hmm. of, you know, d- depression, a lot of dark darkness. And I yeah. loved coming here, getting on the mic and just talking with somebody who I like. And, and we just talk about whatever fits to talk about. And it's, there's, there's, there's some ther- there's a therapeutic effect that that has for me. So I appreciate you. I really do. No, of course. And if you want to have me on, just ask me. I can do one every week. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah. I mean, one of the, I think probably the um, podcast or radio show, even uh, if we count in all the songs I've ever listened to and all the television shows I've ever watched, uh, there's this radio show in a way that beats all of it. Yeah. And it's uh, it's a radio reception. Okay. Have you heard about those guys? No, I haven't. No. It's Tore Sagan and Steiner Sagan. They're brothers. Okay, I've heard of them. A, okay, that's their show. Yeah. Okay. And with uh, with another guy called Bjarte Sjöstem. I mean, he's from Stavanger. Um, and the chemistry between those guys when they're just talking. Uh-huh. And they do that every day or they do it for a season a year. So it's okay. from... This is their last week of uh, of shows for this season, and then I'll call back after summer. Okay. And they just talk about anything. Yeah. Sometimes it goes horribly, horribly wrong. <laughs> uh, they don't. They are just three guys, two brothers, and, and talking about whatever they're talking about. So, and so it's no music. It's no music. It's just talking on the radio. It's a radio show, so okay. they, they have music, but okay. they, that's just like. Yeah. Sometimes they even say, we're not going to play music now. We're going to okay. talk. Yeah. yeah. I think they go over line with almost everything. They're kind of like the radio legends in, okay. in a way. Because they just do whatever they want to and people are listening. They, they even move them from P3 to another 
a new channel. Uh-huh. So they knew that they would get listeners on that new channel. Well, I should check that out then because that sounds inspiring. I, I, you know, I'm loving doing my podcast, but I want to make it bigger. I would love if this podcast could get picked up by NRK or, or you know, something like that and make it this. You have the radio voice. Um, that's what people say. I, and it would be no problem for me to speak Norwegian, but I wonder if I would be losing part of my personality or part of my character if I were to do a radio show in Norwegian. But having said that, uh, I had another podcast guest on a few weeks back, Miss England Brooks. She lives up in Buda. She's Mm -hmm. uh, from Los Angeles, a a black Mm -hmm. American from Los Angeles, and she just got a radio show. Now it's Ooh. it's only local radio, but still it's a radio show, and she she does it in English. She does it in English. Yeah, so everyone that, knows English. Here. So that was inspiring when uh, yeah. when she told me she was getting that gig. But can I, if if I were to talk to you only in Norwegian, would you understand everything that I am saying? Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, I'll tell yeah. I'll tell you this. Um, except for when I'm doing stand up, when I'm podcasting. Or when I'm working on a music project, I always speak Norwegian out in public, okay, out okay. in so and and I learned my Norwegian very quickly. Um, I came here the fifth of June, two thousand and two, and by October I was able to have conversations with people. Been here almost as long as me, so yeah. I mean, uh, then there's no problem. Then yeah. you can talk to. I mean. If you have a guest on that isn't comfortable talking English, they could still talk sure. with you. Sure. You'll just because I would like I to market yeah. this podcast into a radio show, but keep it exactly the way it is. I would speak English. I would have my guests speak English because I think there's a certain attractiveness to that for the Norwegian listener. There's an open spot on YouTube now for uh, this kind of uh, podcast. I know Joe Rogan has moved to, uh, to Spotify. <laughs> yes. So you can yeah. take his channel. I got, I got, jo- I got Joe right? out of the way. Now here I come. <laughs> uh, switch out goal for John. Just give <laughs> give John your channel. Because he can't post anything. Will be he probably has like 15 million subscribers. Well, well, and another thing that I want to talk to Ania James about is I need someone to help me because I don't know how to, uh, you know, I'm seeing you on a video, but all my listeners will hear is the sound. I don't know how to take this video and make it look good and combine it with my good sound and then put it out on YouTube. That's what I want to do. So I'm going to talk yeah. to Inia and maybe he can uh, give me some tips on how to do that. Because I, I you should buy another microphone or buy another pair of, so, pair of headsets and a camera. And I'll come do the, the, the show in your house and we can have a real conversation. Oh, I have enough. I, I, well, I have enough. I have, um, what, two, two heads. I have three, four, four microphones. Excuse me, and three mm-hmm. headsets. So there's there's enough uh, for you to come here and do it live. I um, just the other day I had uh, this wonderful lady. You need to look at the current uh, episode that's up there now. This beautiful young lady who's talking about using nature to heal and things like that. Just f- fantastic yeah, woman. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She was here. She was here in the studio. But I, I just I mask up and we make sure we don't touch each other or anything. And you know, mm-hmm. thinking about COVID, but. Yeah, you we we could have done this with you here, absolutely. If you wouldn't mind coming yeah, to Durban. next time, I think that's better. Yeah, yeah. Probably better sound too. I'm sorry, everyone listening for the <laughs> sound quality on my OnePlus Nord phone, but uh, <laughs> if it's good, this is a very good commercial for OnePlus. So please, OnePlus, uh, <laughs> Gemini, 
uh, we're doing entertainment in 2020, and it's not easy. So, <laughs> it's not uh, easy. Help us out. Help us, and we'll help yeah. you. One plus. One plus. Yes. <laughs> one plus. Uh, no. Okay. No. Then, um, no. Obviously, I'll come. I'll come and bring my guitar, and I'll play play some songs for you too. Man, that would be nice. Mm-hmm. You are you are very welcome in our home. It'd be nice for you to meet my wife and our kids, and and. Yeah. Uh, and hang out for a little while. We're, we're being very careful about uh, the, the COVID-19. My wife works in the health industry. And mm-hmm. uh, so, so we're being very careful. I, I've, I don't know, over the last six months, I think I've only had three guests come here. But it was a... Are you going to take the vaccine when it comes? Yes. Yes, I am. Yeah. Because yeah. I've asked people that, because I am also like you. I say, yes, of course I'm going to do that. And I've asked more many people, and they're like, Oh, I don't know. I'm not sure if I'm going to take you. I'm very sure. I would rather take my chance. I would rather be that one in 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 900 million people who has a bad reaction, than yeah. be that one in just a few thousand who catches COVID. Yeah, I'm very pro vaccines. So, Absolutely, uh, me gonna, too. I'm going to stand in line for the first possible. Uh, me too. I will trust. I will trust science. Um, I'm a believer in the dangers of COVID. I think people who try to deny it are a little bit crazy. But for me, I will take I will take that vaccine. Absolutely. If you're denying uh, COVID uh, as a phenomenon, and they have seen there was, there was a lot of people outside the government building just a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. None of them were wearing masks. No. They were protesting about uh, Corona and everything. It's so irresponsible. And I don't know. It's so they, irresponsible. They're, they're, it's, it, it is very irresponsible, and it's very frustrating for all of us that's actually trying to do as good as we can. I live in the middle of Oslo, and I try to go outside as little as I have to. I use yeah. most of my time in my own apartment if I'm not working or going to the, like, going to the shops and getting food. But this street is very populated all the yeah. time. Yeah. And uh, most of the people that's walking through here doesn't live here. Yeah. And yeah. It's, a, it's a hip, cool yes. place to yeah. be. And then people go here for coffee and yeah. something to eat. And I'm like, ugh. Oh. Yeah, yeah. No, I, my, my wife and I, every time we go out, we went out to, uh, to, to the grocery store today. Uh, we wear our mask. We use the, the hand sanitizer that, that's at the door of all of the grocery stores and everything. And we, we, we social distance and we have really, really cut down on our social life. Not that we had a big social life before, but um, the only people who have been here to visit has been, like I said, I think three guests have come for the podcast but then it was mask and and social distancing yeah. here in the studio but you're, you're more than welcome to come here man that'd be fun to hang out with you for an afternoon yeah and it's not i mean wearing a mask and doing and sanitizing your hand it's not hard things to do well it yeah is, yeah and that's the thing that's the thing i don't it's understand people yeah. five minutes and yeah. start and then you're fine with it people okay. act like it's killing them to put on a mask and to use hand sanitizer and to social distance I, I i don't see the big controversy with that it's like you said it's very easy to do grow up god damn it <laughs> grow up I mean, god damn it that's a quote that's the day that's a quote for today <laughs> that's uh, yeah that's my that's what it's going to say on my tombstone i think grow up god damn it <laughs> 
Hey man, Look listen. Look at my stone. You should go be productive somewhere else. <laughs> listen, we should run for poli- for some political office and uh, tell people how it's supposed to be done. No, I don't That's mean. I, I, I don't. I don't mean that, that. Actually, those four words I want to tell to so many people. It's uh, maybe I should write a song. Grow up, God, <laughs> you should. That would yeah. be a good one. Oh man. Hey, listen, I have to get running. I have to make sure I uh, squeeze Snoopy and give her a hug before she leaves for her work tonight. We've uh, talked for a long time now. I didn't realize. We talked for almost an hour and 40 minutes, man. Oh, that's, uh, a good, that's a good podcast. That's a good it? podcast. Yeah. We're keeping it above the average. My average is 93 minutes per episode. And we have to leave in morning more as well. So uh, this is a good place to, to call it quits. But hey, we'll be talking again soon. I want to make sure that I um, make sure that I follow your progress. Uh, I'm looking forward to your release. The 15th of January will be the release date for your song, Before You Know. Before I Know. Before I Know. Yes. Yeah, I have pronoun trouble here. Before I Know. There we go. But it's <laughs> it's probably cool when you said it because it was like, like you. <laughs> You. Yeah, I'm really you're, you. That's yeah. If you're going to tell that to anybody else, it would be wrong. But you told. Oh, you that's a, see, so I, I was wrong at the same time as I was right. That's, that's uh, yeah. January fifteenth. Before January, I know. Twenty five thousand in a day, and then I'll. The, the next song is we're ready to go. Even if it takes a week or two weeks, yeah. I have it. I can just release it whenever I want to, um, because I own it. So uh, twenty-five thousand, if you're listening, and it's let's make it happen. Let's make January. it happen. Yeah, I, I we can do it. We can do it. Well, it's a call to action. Everybody who's listening, Frederick <laughs> Wallman. His song is "Before I Know." We need twenty-five thousand streams. Everybody listening. Get on there, Spotify, iTunes, wherever, and let's make it happen. And the next song is much better than the first one, too. So is I'm it? more excited to release the oh, second one go. than I am to release the first one. So I want people to listen, there not because, like, of course, I want the numbers, but also because I want to share that second song because it's very, very good. And yeah. I think I know it's a lot of people watching from Reddit's favorite, so uh, yeah. they want it to come out, too. I'm excited. It's going to be, uh, this is going to be the start of a great, great journey for you. I mean, you're already on your journey. Um, let me ask you, uh, is there a link or something you can send me that I can post uh, so that people can find you on Reddit? Again, I don't understand how Reddit works. How do that? How do... Yes. So you can go, it's a little bit difficult with Reddit. That's one yeah. of the backs because you can't really, uh, you have to search for my username. You can do that, which is Fred Wall. So it's F-R-E-D. W A L. Yeah. Um, or you can go to um, a subreddit called uh, Reddit Sessions. And Reddit if I'm sessions. doing so, yeah, Reddit Sessions, plural. So um, if I'm on, I'm on. You, what is the, it called again? The, 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 the Reddit Sessions is called. It's called, that's the name of the subreddit. Oh, just Reddit, Reddit. Sessions. Okay. Okay, the subreddit called Reddit Sessions. So I'll get with it. You found find a, a ginger beard uh, Norwegian. <laughs> probably me. That's probably him. 
Well, yeah. hey, Frederick, I, I love you to death. I'm so glad we did this. Uh, let's not make it so long before the next time. There's no reason. Let's do it again. Let's do it again. All right, I'm man. I'm always up for it. Be well. Thank you. Take care of yourself. I'll talk to you soon. Yes. Okay. Goodbye. Bye, everybody. Thank you, Andy.